been trying to like quit Twitter for the the weekend. Like every I did, day, I've been doing like less. I did go on Twitter once, and it was oh Jesus <laughs> when you told me that you were sick, and then you <laughs> I didn't hear from you for like twenty four hours. <laughs> oh my god! And I was like. I'm just gonna go on her Twitter feed real quick. <gasps> oh my god, Erin! <laughs> but then I saw that you like wrote about a migraine. I was like, okay, oh, that okay. makes sense why she's okay. like, because like all I heard from you was that you were sick. Yeah, and then I didn't hear. Oh my god, Erin! <laughs> so I was like, let me just see what's up. <laughs> I have the craziest migraine aura I've had yeah. in a long time. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry that I worried you. Oh, no. That's fine. <laughs> I would do the same for you, though. But then halfway through, I'd be like, she would never post on Twitter. What the? How? I'm just going to have to go to her house. <laughs> uh, but I did see when I logged on that, like, I had a bunch of notifications. And mm. Twitter is now giving me notifications of when, like, my followers follow other people. You can disable that. That's They do that if you're inactive. I don't care (laughs) so you can there's like a button you can click that says like show me less and if you just do that a few times to those things like michelle followed so and so Mm. then it'll stop showing them to you okay it was like a rollout that happened a while ago because i remember seeing it on adjunct astrologers Mm. Mm -hmm. and i was like i don't want to see it no facebook is doing it too though and that's like super annoying everyone quit social media it's great Uh, I'm it's trying, amazing. Yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying. I just keep finding myself scrolling, and now I'm hyper aware of the scroll. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's good. It's good. It's good. I th- well, I mean, I know that when you get a notification, you get dopamine. There's like studies yeah. about that. All my I don't notifications about... have been turned off, so oh, I'm good. like free from that that prison. Yeah. <laughs> the only notifications I get are t- like texts and calls, and then. If my email's turned on, but I've been, mm. I've become very militant about like turning my work email off over the weekend or like depending on which day. Cause my work, my like week is broken up. Like some days I only do this job and some days I only do that job. So I like turn them on and off. Yeah. But the, yeah, the scroll, there's gotta be some research out there about mm-hmm. the scroll. I have tried to find it. If anyone knows, let We'd me like know. to read it. Yeah, I would very much like to read it and see if my theory is yeah. backed up at all. A lot of my students wrote about that this past semester, but they didn't, unfortunately, didn't have a lot of, like, actual... Re- they were just like, social media is bad for your brain. Yeah. And I wanted to be like, okay, tell me more. Like, give, uh, prove it to me. My, my friend that's a teacher, a high school teacher, she did say that there has been stuff about, like, the way people's eyes move when they read now. Mm-hmm. And it's more up and down than left to right. Interesting. Than how it used to be. Like so like textbooks are starting to maybe like follow that format Whoa. of like reading like down the page rather than across. Wow. Yeah. That's really interesting. Cause in my web design class at Emerson, we were taught that the professor showed us this like study that was done of how people read web pages and it's mm. in an F shape. Mm. Starting at the top right corner, they'll like that's where their eye goes, and then they'll read like across and then down a little bit and then like back out to the right. So oh. it makes this like crazy F shape uh-huh. across the page. That makes sense. But I thought that was really interesting that like your eye doesn't necessarily start like on the left hand side where the text starts, uh-huh. but like. Yeah. And part of that might be like page, we're used to seeing page numbers or something, but. Yeah. Um, 
Welcome to Adjunct Astrology. <laughs> we haven't recorded, we haven't recorded in, so recorded in so long. Like a month, probably at least. Yeah. Yeah, because we haven't seen each other since no. like mid-December. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. We missed you. We made it to 2018. We did it. Man, last year was a doozy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's interesting that like, a lot of people did seem like very interested in what we were doing and they're yeah. kind of talking about astrology. And I think that part of that probably has to do is like trying to understand things, yeah. trying to figure out why things are happening in yeah. a world where like shit just doesn't make sense. <laughs> astrology is like really in right now mm-hmm. and I find it super interesting. Yeah. Like I keep seeing Kit sent us that job posting for like a an astrology writer for Elite Daily. Oh, right, right, right. And this sounds weird, but when I was doing, like, holiday shopping, I noticed so many places had, like, branded astrology, like, zodiac sign stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like there is a renewed interest in it, or, like, a spike in interest in it in some way. And Which, hey, we're Here we are. (laughs) (laughs) If you have astrology stuff that you're trying to sell... You should. <laughs> oh yeah, you could. We could. We'll talk about it. You, you could send yeah. it to us. We'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Maybe people will buy it. Yeah, we are happy to do that. Apparently, we're just begging for some capitalism <laughs> on our podcast. <laughs> but like, we do have like a lot of followers, more than I thought. Yeah, more people are listening than I yeah, thought, which is interesting. So if you are listening and you don't know either of us. Send us an email. Oh my like, god! I want to yeah. know who you are, <laughs> or if you only know one of us. Yeah. Like if you're like a distant friend of one of us. Yeah. That would be cool. Yes. So send us an email. Yeah. Adjunctastrologers at gmail.com. Yes. I do turn that one on. <laughs> I do. Turn- I have not checked that one in a very long oh, time. Oh, me neither, actually. <laughs> I think I turned it off like last year. <laughs> so yeah, it'll be a great New Year surprise. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. I just thought of a thing we should have done. What? Getting, like, doing New Year's resolutions by sign. Oh, that's a good one. But whatever. Nah. We can do, like, we could always, we could, like, theme thing, like, Valentine's Day by Yeah. Because like, I love doing the gift bag by sign. That was yeah, so that fun. was cute. That was a lot of fun. Um, do you have a New Year's resolution? Not to, like, just totally. <laughs> not really. I, like set some things that I like wanted to do throughout the year but like things that I kind of already do just Mm. like to really like I want to write like a certain number of words a day which Mm. is like what I always do I want to take vitamins oh that's a good one yeah but no I like I'm not really a big resolution I set a lot of goals when I turned 29 so I feel like this was more this was more just like revisiting them and Mm. refining them vitamins though that was a new thing that's a good I point. put it on my to-do list because like every day because yeah. I, I'll just forget and yeah. I and I, I'll like remember like later on in the day and I don't think they it really affects when but I have heard that if you take vitamins like later on during the day you won't sleep as well oh um, yeah so I would always just like remember at like 5 p.m and I'd be like shit right <laughs> tomorrow <laughs> and I just forget uh so I put it on my to-do list and I do you have any resolutions I am also not super into resolutions because I, like, don't need any more reason to punish myself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, like, last year, the year before, I had a really good, like, epiphany resolution, which was just to see more movies. Oh, right. Because that is a thing that, like, going to the movie when I can, you know, do it financially 
brings me such like joy. Mm-hmm. So one year I was like, that should just be my resolution. Cause I'd realized the year before that I like hadn't gone at all. So, I, and it's really easy if you just say like, oh, I'm just going to go see one more movie than I saw the year before. It's super easy. There's yeah. no shame involved in it. It's not about self-improvement, which I think for me can be, you know, not yeah. productive. It's just about like, do a thing that you like. Yeah. So I think that that's been, I've been riding on that resolution for years and that, so it might be similar, like go see more movies or like go to more museums or something. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that's a really good thing. That's like outside of what I'm already trying to do with my life that's just positive yeah so that's like a good I I push that as my like propaganda of good resolution that is a good resolution yeah because it's just about like treating yourself and then also being engaged with like I really like to be engaged with current movies and stuff Mm -hmm. like that so yeah you like it yeah I I'm not good in a movie theater I don't like oh really no because I like am so like sounds like affect me so Mm. much so like if someone is like not even talking but just like being loud yeah I'll like fixate on that I get that too I've been lucky that that's only happened a few times that one time I went to see a movie like beginning of it must have been a year or two years ago and the person I was dating we were sitting by a really young couple it was like a teenage couple who Mm -hmm. they were talking and giggling the whole movie and we were both (laughs) Furious. Yeah, I Absolutely hate that. Furious. And I'm like, if I'm going to be spending this much money to go yeah. to a movie, I like don't want anyone else to right. disrupt it. I don't want to not have control over. Right. <laughs> I will say I don't go a lot on opening nights. Mm. So if and I'll go like by myself during the week. So yeah, I think part of it is that I don't go in peak hours. Yeah. Because I I couldn't I can't remember the last time that that happened. Like. That, that's the last time I remember that. When I went to, I saw La La Land in the theater over there. The Fenway Oh, yeah. That's a nice one. Um, yeah. They have those crazy reclining seats. But you know what happened? Someone fell asleep during it and started snoring. No. And I was just like, <laughs> I hate you right now. And, like, I, re- I like musicals. I, like, mm, really enjoy musicals. Yeah. So, like, that's why I went and saw it in the theater, because I was like, okay, like, seeing this on my computer is not going to be the right, same as right, seeing this right, in the right. theater. I saw Get Out in the theaters, too, because I was like, this oh, yeah. is, like, I should I just see saw that in again theaters. in the theater. Again? Yeah. Oh, is it replaying because of the Oscars? Well, like, Brattle Theater in Harvard Square will mm-hmm. replay, you know, because they it's, like, one screen, so mm-hmm. they'll get a movie, like, Get Out and play it for, like, three days. And oh, so, cool. Yeah. Um, I like so like if I feel like it's I wish I had seen Wonder Woman in theaters I didn't I saw it on a TV screen which is good but I feel like like in the theaters it would have been I just watched that last night yeah yeah it was like a superhero movie I've been holding out because of the whole I didn't want to pay for the movie because of the whole thing that like the actress was in the Israeli Defense Forces and the Israeli-Palestinian thing kind of made me uncomfortable paying for it but I saw it last night and I felt like it was like it was a cheesy superhero movie. It was a good superhero movie, but it made me think back to when it first came out and everybody was tweeting about how like empowered mm-hmm. they felt as a woman to go see the movie and I thought that was trash. I did not feel that no, way. No, <laughs> me neither. I thought that was crap. Yeah. I was just like, okay, this is fine. <laughs> I just was obsessed with the fact that Lupin was in it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The Harry Potter movie. Yep. Um, so, mine, oh, sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, should we do the thing? But say what, yeah. are you going to talk about Elaine? 
Oh, yeah. I was going to say my mom is very good at New Year's resolutions. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Like, she picks a really good one every year. Yeah. She always claims, she's like, I gave up smoking cigarettes on a New Year's resolution. Whoa! Which, like, I don't think she... <laughs> She says that she smoked for three years. But oh, you don't like, think she actually smoked? She, she's like, she's like, yeah, I never liked cigarettes. And, like, I think that it was just kind of, she would, like, smoke some and, like, not. And, like, she definitely has an oral fixation. Like, I have an oral fixation. Yeah. And I think that's why she talks a lot. And she's always, like, chewing on something and, like, so she Oh, my God. A, she should have her own ASMR series. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, I'm not gonna. <laughs> uh, she gave up chewing gumballs on New Year's resolution. She gave up saying, hmm? Like, she used to, like, or no, like, like if she wasn't listening to someone, she'd be like, what? What? To, like, she gave up saying that and replaced it with, like, I'm sorry, what did you say? Which I'm like, okay, that's. I should try nice, to stop I saying guess. like. Yeah, I'm, I want to stop saying like and stop saying um so um, much. But she's damn. very into New Year's resolutions. like, And I think that if it's good, I think it's good if you said New Year's resolution and it works. And yeah. That's great. But we did do the theme of beginnings. beginnings. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, Erin, I... It's a surprise! I, I took so... it so loosely. <laughs> Me too, kind Okay, of. good, good. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like when we, like, if when we pick, like, a theme, it's very much... That's just the way into yeah. whatever we're... I love when we pick a theme. Yeah. And we surprise each other. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Um... Beep? <laughs> I don't know. Is yours, um... Like, true to astrology? Is it... Mine is not very actually astrological. Oh, mine has to do with astrology. Okay. I could go first then. Okay. Do, like, the astrology and then we can... Let ourselves go into my segment. Okay, cool. So, I'm positive that you have heard of this before. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Because it was something that was in the news in 2011. (laughs) Uh, Sick. So... In 2011, it was reported that astronomers at the Minnesota Planetarium Society found that because of the moon's gravitational pull on the Earth, which we've talked about before, how the Earth spins like a top, the alignment of the stars was pushed by a month. So remember when... When people were, like, freaking out that we had different signs. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you did this. Okay. So, people freaked out that that we had different signs than we had all been, like... Right. Said... That our like, signs were, like, off by a Yes. Yeah. And I've even had people ask me about that. They're okay. like, oh, so... And I knew that, like, the stars were not in the same place and they, that they were, like, 2,000 years ago. Like, right. the North Star... The star that used to be the North Star is like, 2,000 years ago is no longer the North right. Star. And in 2,000 years, there will be a different North Star. Yeah, I just sort um, of shirk this off. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so now I know the reasoning, like, behind it, kind oh of. God. Okay, um, perfect. So, Park Kunkel, who is... What a horrible <laughs> name. <laughs> he was um, a member of the group's board. So he was a board member of the Minnesota Planetarium Society. Uh, the people who kind of made this discovery. Um, and he was quoted as saying, when astrologers say that the sun is in Pisces, it's not really in Pisces. And 
So the group came out with new dates for no. for signs and a new sign. and a new, and they added a thirteenth zodiac sign. Um, so the addition of Ephesus, which I should have looked up how to pronounce, but I think it used to be great. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I will talk about in in a minute. But so these were the new dates that they gave. Capricorn was January 20th to February 16th. No. Aquarius was February 16th to March 11th. Pisces was March 11th to April 18th. Aries was April 18th to May 13th. Taurus, May 13th to June 21. Gemini, June 21 to July 20. Cancer, July 20 to August 10th. Leo, August 10th to September 16th. Virgo, September 16th to October 30th. Libra, October 30th to November 23rd. Scorpio, November 23rd to the 29th. Um, Ophetius, November 29th through the tw- through December 17th. Um, so that was the new sign. And Sagittarius, December 17th to January 20th. Why is Scorpio only like three days? So you'll notice that these are not even. Right. The, the signs now we have are even. It's generally like the 23 or no. 28, I don't know, but it's generally like a month span because it's broken up into 12 zodiac signs um, and they're all even. So these signs, these are made when the sun is like actually in line with this uh, constellation and that's why Virgo is like September 16th to October 30th because Virgo is the largest constellation. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And Scorpio is... A small little baby. Yeah, a small constellation. So, Ophetius is the 13th zodiac sign that they added. And I'm doing a lot so of So, I'm air- an Ophetius. I guess so. Um, That's why not I remember really. being pissed about that because I was like, I don't want to be this like yeah. man of 13th fate. No, you're Sagittarius in this because December, December 17th to January 20th. Oh. Yeah. Um, That's, I can, I just, I don't know. <laughs> I can kind of. Uh, so the constellation Ophetius represents a man wrestling a serpent and the man is dividing this snake's body into two parts and this is the only sign of the zodiac that is linked to a man like a, oh. a like a human man a human. some of them are more masculine like Aries is related to Mars yeah. but this is like a human man and Ophetius is considered a healer of men and a doctor of medicine or science. He seeks higher education and enlightenment. He is expected to achieve a high position in life. So this sign is meant to be like a striver, um, someone who's very motivated. And the medical staff that is the yeah, constellation, it's based in, in this okay. um, constellation. Like it's a mini part of this. And the reason this was added was because it is behind the sun, November 30th to December 18th. But they were wrong. So <gasps> I didn't know this in more. astrology speak. So like the signs have not changed. Like what your sign is when you were born is is what it is. So when this came out, when this like astronomer group came out, astrologers were really upset. Yeah. And it makes sense because the way that a lot of the articles were framed, that I was reading it, and the way that people were talking about it, was that it was making astrologers sound really, really dumb, and like they didn't know about this, mm. um, when in fact astrologers 
did know about it. Okay. And one article that I found that I really liked, and I took a lot of this inform this information um, from the following, the information that I got before was from a mixture of NASA and Time magazine, and this is from Collective Evolution, which is like kind of an astrology site. Yeah. I've gotten some of my information from them before, uh, but this is a really good article called "No, Your Astrological Sign Has Not Shifted: Why NASA's Updated Zodiac Is Wrong," and it's mm. by Carmen de uh, Di Lucio. They made the really good point, Carmen made the really good point about how just up to like 300 years ago, before that, like astrologers and astronomers were linked. Like right. they, a lot of them were the same people. Like Ptolemy was an astrologer and an astronomer. Right. So it was, there wasn't this big distinction between astronomers and astrologers. Right. Um, they were both people that were studying the sky extensively and kind of interpret interpreting the, the stars and all that. So uh, people were pissed because in uh, it, it made it seem like astrologers didn't know what they were talking about. But that was not right because when this, we go by the tropical zodiac, that's like Western astrology, the, the main like 12 signs, like that is called the tropical zodiac. And our good friend Ptolemy in the 2nd <laughs> century AD um, he popularized the idea of the procession, and that's when mm. the stars are moving. And he clarified that the zodiac that the Greeks were using was a tropical coordinate system. The cardinal signs, so that's the, we've talked about this in an oh, episode yeah. before, uh, that, so that's Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn, they always stay aligned with the equinoxes and solstices. So that allows kind of for the start of each season. So this allowed the zodiac to be evenly distributed throughout the year and around the Earth's relationship to the sun. So right. the signs are geocentric. Right, They right, are right. related to the Earth. And that hasn't changed. Gotcha. Um, okay. So meaning that the signs don't shift. So this article made the, the really good point that, like, signs are not constellations. Like, mm. you, even though they are linked to constellations, like, signs are signs. And that's because signs have to do a lot more with the seasons and kind of the, like, mutable and the, the fixed and the way that the earth is acting right. during this this time. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what they were set up upon. Right, um, right. So Ptolemy made it, like, very clear. He set it up so, so the signs would be geocentric so it would go with the earth so when we refer to the tropic of cancer in the northern hemisphere and the tropic of capricorn in the southern hemisphere that's derived from the tropical zodiac and it's this person made the point that it's like really interesting that like the scientific community uses these terms um even though they are like astrological terms yeah. uh so it, it's kind of it's kind of funny so during each of the solstices so the sun is at the exact latitude of one of the, the tropics. And so that's when, like, new signs are, are brought in. Yes, NASA is right that the stars have shifted, but the signs are based around the Earth's relationship to our own sun, not the alignment with the stars. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So I the reason that I got from like beginnings because yeah. I was, I was just like oh let me I like I remember that new sign that they yeah. like brought in so that's where I like jumped off of beginning nice. so now like when I get asked that question I feel like I have more information yeah. to be like no like that's based on yeah the, that's yeah. based on the sun and the stars right not the earth and and the sun so, right yeah 
That's so, super interesting. Now so I know. everyone is like what they yeah. what they are. Rest but assured. Like, yeah, <laughs> I found it so like I found this article so interesting because like I was like, yeah, they should have been like kind of angry because astrologers are people who are like very into like studying the stars and all of this. Like they they know about the perception. Right, it's right, not like right. it's just the like every astrologer is like sitting in like a weird, like, mystic room, and right. just, like, like, they, they actually are looking at the stars, and they understand this stuff, and yeah. they were trying to be, like, oh, gotcha. It's just a misunderstanding of astrology, because astrology is, like, the use of astronomy to interpret yes. yeah. shit in, like, mm-hmm. a way that could be deemed spiritual, or, like, you yeah. know, it's not, like, oh, we're making up mythology, you yeah. know, it's using the mix of, like, science and mythology to interpret shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so that is. But I I'm, I am happy that that didn't ca- the, like, 13 signs didn't I know. catch on. Yeah. I feel like now astrologers are like, you tried it. Yeah. <laughs> you and they're know? like, ha-ha. Yeah. You were actually wrong. <laughs> Ptolemy. So interesting. <laughs> Set it up. <laughs> Set it up so that we would, so that wouldn't affect it. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. That is interesting, though, to think about, like, how... Like, what, this, that Scorpio is such a smaller constellation, and mm-hmm. so in some ways, that, yeah, that's just really interesting. Yeah. So, yes. is it my turn yes, now? Yes, it is. I'm excited to hear oh, about Oh, God. Yours. Okay. I'm, like, not, like, nervous, but I just, like, went so deep. Okay. So, I was trying to think, I wanted to do a conspiracy theory. Yes. <laughs> and I was trying to think of, like, okay, a conspiracy theory that has to do with astronomy or astrology in some way and beginnings and I thought about how a popular conspiracy theory is um ancient astronauts what or the, <laughs> what <laughs> okay the easiest way to explain this is did you see the alien the alien prometheus movie no okay well it plays off of this idea that a lot of not a lot of people but some conspiracy theorists believe that aliens visited Earth a long time ago, either in prehistoric or, you know, ancient times. Mm-hmm. The word ancient is going to be used a lot. Awesome. So ancient astronauts is the idea that I a lot of everything I pulled is from Wikipedia. I'll say that up front. And, like, whatever. Yeah, it's <laughs> fine. I'm, I'm curating this information for you. Yes. So ancient astronauts or ancient aliens refers to the idea that intelligent extraterrestrial beings visited Earth and made contact with humans in antiquity and prehistoric times. Proponents suggest that this contact influenced the development of modern cultures, technologies, and religions. So what that really means is a lot of people who believe in this sort of theory think that deities from ancient religions Mm -hmm. are actually aliens and that people believed that they were deities visiting them at the time yes so a common inter use of this ancient astronauts narrative is the lizard people conspiracy theory oh my god i love <laughs> so this today so i'm gonna be talking about lizard people yes. <laughs> because this is a conspiracy theory that's so ridiculous that i like do not I was surprised how little I knew about it. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything about it until last night and this morning doing research. So, we'll just dive right in. Yes, please. So, 
David Icke is a British former football player or soccer player and sports broadcaster who is sort of the famous conspiracy theorist who pushes this idea of lizard people. So just a little background, like I said, he played sports in the UK um, and then due to injuries, he had to like transition into being a broadcaster and then some weird stuff went down with his taxes and he became a politician for a weird like out there party. But in the 90s, he started feeling like there was a presence following him around and he went to a psychic who told him that he had been placed on earth for a purpose and would begin to receive messages from the spirit world and he decided that he was like a son of he he said he's the son of a godhead which is some like new agey definition for like a a higher being like mm. not god in the judeo christian anyway he just gets he dives super into new agey stuff uh-huh. um in terms of like commuting communing with higher consciousness and meditation and yoga and sort of that mishmash of stuff that makes up new age like belief Mm -hmm. um for example he was like of the idea that if you think of bad things happening they're gonna happen or if you think of good things happening they're gonna happen which is like a very new agey thing um i want to say up front that he Um, so after he went to see the psychic in the 1990s, he famously went on television. He was interviewed on a British TV show and said a bunch of shit about getting messages from the spirit world and like a coming apocalypse. And then he was cast out because he had been this really public figure Mm -hmm. being on TV and then being a politician. And then in like 1991, he went on this British TV talk show basically and said a bunch of bullshit about new agey stuff and people were like okay he's a uh like loony basically they were like okay he's like cast out so after that he starts writing books about his conspiracy theory beliefs um but i do want to say up front that he is often critiqued for Mm anti-semitism so Mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff in here that i'm not going to talk about that's like anti-semitic stuff And he's also a Holocaust denier. Mm. So I want to say that up front that I'm like, it's, you have to understand his whole conspiracy. You have to understand that to like not take pleasure in the conspiracy theory part of it. But, um, so at the heart of his theories is the idea that many prominent figures in the world today, powerful figures like politicians, businessmen, billionaires, world leaders, are descendants of reptilian, humanoid, extraterrestrials who are propelling humanity toward a global fascist state. Mm. And so he Mm. believes that these ancient astronauts or ancient extraterrestrials came to Earth at a certain point and started reproducing with humans to create a lizard people hybrid race to take over and, like, run the world. And that a lot of politicians, like, 43 of the 45 presidents... Were lizard people? Are descendants of lizard people. Okay. Um, Do they look like... (laughs) Oh, yes. Okay. And there are guides out of how to identify (gasps) a lizard person. Uh, Yes. 
So um, a group of, and, and I want to highlight the idea of shape-shifting reptilians. It combines, so his, he wrote a bunch of books about this that combine New Age philosophical discussion about the universe and consciousness with conspiracy theories about public figures. Um, and one thing that a lot of people say about him is he has somehow managed in these books to combine any conspiracy theory imaginable under the umbrella of lizard people. Mm -hmm. Like, all the worst, most harmful conspiracy theories you can think of are also connected to the conspiracy theory of lizard people. Like, the lizard people orchestrated those things, basically. Uh So, um, in one of his earlier books, he introduces the idea that this reptilian race came from the Draco constellation. Mm. So, Draco is a constellation in the northern part of the sky. Its name is Latin for dragon. It was one of the original 48 constellations listed by our friend Ptolemy. Oh, yeah. And it remains one of the 88 modern constellations today. So that's sort of how this ties into astronomy. Yeah. Is he he believes that there are like active lizard people, the original race of lizard people living on this constellation, uh-huh. and that they have come to visit us here on Earth to like populate the lizard hybrid folks. But he stresses that it's not reproduction in the way that we understand it. It's like they insert themselves into our DNA. Mm. So it's not just like you're mating with lizard mm-hmm. people. You're, you've been like reprogrammed oh, with lizard okay. DNA. Um, and another part of his whole conspiracy theory is something he calls the moon matrix. Mm, I love it. Which is the idea that the moon is actually a spaceship that broadcast. It's a it's a reptilian spaceship. Lizard people mm-hmm. spaceship that broadcasts what we understand to be reality. So, like, we're just watching a TV show? Basically. (laughs) That we're on a sub-level of consciousness where Uh we're getting, like, projected this thing, this whole reality, between the moon and later he pulls in Saturn as well. That the rings, Saturn's rings were were created by lizard people to, like... So Saturn is actually the home base that projects to the moon which like amplifies it directly to earth the moon matrix so we can back up a little bit Uh to go back to this idea of ancient aliens so like i said a common position is that deities from most if not all religions are extraterrestrial in origin and that advanced technologies brought to earth by these ancient aliens were interpreted as evidence of divine status by early humans. So fire, things like that, like the aliens gave those to us. Mm-hmm. So the particular deities that David Ike, Ike, David Ike thinks the lizard people come from, there's, uh, it's called the Anunnaki, and I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, a group of deities that appear in the mythological traditions of the ancient Sumerians, Akkadians, Assyrians, and Babylonians. Descriptions of how many of these gods there were and what role they fulfilled are inconsistent and often contradictory in, like, actual texts from those religions that, like, actual academics Mm -hmm. study. Um, But in the earliest Sumerian writings, they are the most powerful deities in the pantheon. They were created by the singular god of the heavens as part of a Babylonian, like, creation myth. So that was also sort of my beginnings, is this idea that these... Aliens 
have been deified as part of like creation myths. Um, anyway, that their primary function is to decree the fates of humanity, which David Icke interprets as like controlling everything. everything. Yeah. Uh, so in his particular ancient astronaut narrative, Ike argues that humanity has been genetically manipulated by what he calls the Babylonian Brotherhood, or interchangeably the Illuminati. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> um, in another one of his books, he identifies this group of aliens as, like I said, descendants of reptiles, reptilians from the constellation Draco. And now um, there's like many populations of those aliens living in like caves on Earth. I don't know why, like, this advanced civilization would live in caves, mm -hmm. but, but, but apparently they, like, live in caves and, like, control us. Maybe the caves are really nice. Maybe they, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're, like, super spruced up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a, like a Batman cave. Yeah. Like, it's more of, yeah. like, a layer. Yeah. Or, like, when, in Harry Potter, like, in the tents. Oh, yeah. Where you, like, go in. Totally. Totally. Um, so... According to this guy, the first reptilian human breeding program took place 200 to 300,000 years ago, perhaps creating Adam. Mm -hmm. So Adam, number one lizard guy. Mm. Doesn't say anything about Eve. Who knows? And the third and most recent reptilian human breeding was 7,000 years ago. The hybrids of this third human uh, reptilian program control the world. As of 2003, the reptilian bloodline encompassed 43 American presidents, three British and two Canadian prime ministers, several Egyptian pharaohs, and a smattering of celebrities. Key bloodlines include the Rockefellers, mm. <laughs> of course. various European aristocratic families, the establishment families of the eastern United States, and most controversially... The British uh, royal family. Mm. And at one point, David Icke straight up described the Queen of England as seriously reptilian. Which is... Oh my god. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Understandably, uh, like, not a cool thing to say, uh, yeah. most likely. So... I wonder I, what she thought about it. I, wonder she <laughs> I know. <laughs> I didn't go... I would love to know, actually. So the moon matrix, um, which is this idea that the moon is like an amplifier for Saturn, which is a spaceship broadcasting mm -hmm. reality, um, suggests that the Earth and collective human mind are manipulated from the moon, a spacecraft, and, oh, oh, I forgot that uh, the spacecraft is also an interdimensional portal. Mm. Controlled by the reptilians, of course. The rings of Saturn, which Ike believes were artificially created, are the ultimate source of the signal, while the moon functions, as I said, as an amplifier. So let me see if I can find, I did find a article about how to um, identify lizard yeah, people. Yeah, I want to know. So just to be clear, lizard people, we can, we can cut this pause, hold on. I'm just thinking like, what if my like next door neighbors like <laughs> walk by and can like hear, hear me talking about lizard people. <laughs> so just to be clear, apparently there are, People are not straight up lizard people nowadays. Mm -hmm. They're like lizard hybrid. They're like lizard human hybrids. Okay. How to spot reptilians running the US government. So, first off, I want to say there was a poll done in 2013 
in a time of political rest, mm-hmm. <laughs> opposed to political unrest, there was a public policy poll that was done polling Americans on which conspiracy theories they believed in. And 4% of people believe lizard people control politics. 4% of Americans on a poll mm-hmm. said, yes, I believe lizard people control politics. The Atlantic did a convert an article about like what do those numbers actually mean? 12,556,562 people. That that would be 4%. So just to like wrap your head around 12 million people believe that lizard people control politics. I mean, it might explain something. Compared to a 7% who think the moon landing was faked. Mhm. And uh of 14% of which I count myself a member that believe Bigfoot exists. <laughs> um, but, okay, so how to spot... I really just want to read you this list because... I want to know how to spot them. Yeah, well... Do you know the presidents that weren't lizard people? Like, how did they, how did they break through the echelon of... <laughs> I'm not sure, actually. That's a good question. I didn't look at a list of... Um, I did not look at a list. Oh, here we go. Okay. While Ike doesn't describe how to spot someone who has been manipulated by or merged with a reptilian, others in his following have. These are the common signs according to one source. Mm-hmm. Predominance of green or hazel eyes that change color, but also blue eyes. So Michelle Betters. You! <laughs> Piercing eyes. Okay. True red or reddish hair. A sense of not belonging to the human race. Low blood pressure, keen sight or hearing, psychic abilities, Mm. unexplained scars on body, UFO connections, capability to disrupt electrical appliances, and a love of space and science. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, I could be a lizard person. You could be a lizard person. Do you have good vision? Yes. Good hearing. I have perfect vision. Wow. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I'm not, I, I'm not like, uh, if I am part lizard, part reptilian, I don't know about it. Uh-huh. I'll be totally honest with okay. you. Because um, it, well, yeah, that's one of the things, like you have a sense. Of, right. Yeah. But the shitty part of this is like, it's really wrapped up in some Aryan shit. Yeah. Um, that he believes that the reptilians bred with like what he calls the Aryan race and like Mm -hmm. it's really fucked up yeah so that is the lizard people conspiracy theory that was amazing based on ancient aliens I have never heard of that before (laughs) ever there's a lot of good stuff like that out there like I've talked about aquatic apes before right Uh, (laughs) I feel like I remember the like pseudoscientific theory that um evolution at one point actually branched and the group of like human or like hum you know early humans that became homo sapiens Mm -hmm. half of them stayed on land and like evolved into humans and then half of them went back into the water because at a certain point right like life evolved out of the water yeah went back into the water and became mermaids oh evolved into okay the so like aquatic apes so at a certain point our like primate ancestors Mm -hmm. Hey, <laughs> the ocean's real big. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, that is I love it. 
You know. really want to know who the presidents are. I wonder if they're all the presidents I'm that I'm sure died. that there's a list. I actually was on, um, I, I did some dumb digging, and I ended up on a um, reptilian website earlier. Here's a screenshot of it. What do reptoids look like? For those of you at home, this is just reptoids.com. It looks like a GeoCity site. Yeah, and it's a, just a list of, apparently some people who are deep in this believe there are three species of reptoids, and so that website is just an explanation of where each of them come from, mm-hmm. because some people believe that they're, the other like species come from the Orion constellation, <laughs> and then another constellation. Um, so that, that website tells you uh, the differences in their appearance. Yeah. Apparently the Draco constellation reptoids have wings. Huh. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know exactly which presidents. 43. Yeah. Out of 45. Uh, well, I mean, I'm sure now it's 44 out of 45. If, if lizard yeah. people are real, Donald Trump is certainly a lizard oh, person. Oh, well, yeah. Well, does he have... What color are his eyes? Oh, God, who knows? I don't want to know that, like, intimate fact about him. I think his natural hair color is light. Mm-hmm. Reddish. Yeah, reddish. We can't start no, this. No, we can't. <laughs> we can't do this. <laughs> I feel like um, the interesting thing, though, is I could never really get a sense of, like, why the lizard, the original lizards want to, like... Yeah. And part of it, there was at one point something that's, like, part of another conspiracy theory that aliens have been, like, mining Mm. minerals from Earth. Um, And that to be able to, like, continue to mine these minerals that actually don't exist, it's, like, a fake mineral that this guy, David Icke, believes in, um, they have to, like, be able to control the government to be able to, like, keep mining those things. But that seemed like a lame reason. (laughs) Yeah, like, what do the lizard people get out of this? Yeah, so I'm not really sure. Um, Your eyes were just very piercing. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm a lizard person, I'm, like, the, the, like, disappointment of the family. (laughs) I'm not doing anything to rule the world. No. (gasps) Unless it's, like, creating pop culture and media. You're a lizard person? Oh, God. I don't want that to be the most interesting fact about me. <laughs> that, would, that would be your Jeopardy fact. Like, could possibly be. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did not, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm, like, not white enough for that, though. Like, yeah, I've got some non-white back there. Yeah. I don't think you're, I don't think you're a lizard person. Because apparently, oh, thank you. Because apparently lizard people, there's, like, a lot of inbreeding to keep Oh, okay. Um, non-white bloodlines out of the lizard bloodline because um, of this racist shit about, like, levels of consciousness, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the bloodline has to stay as lizard as possible to because they have, like, they a heightened level of awareness. So maybe I, I am, like, part lizard, but I was, like, a lost one. That was great. <laughs> Beginnings, new beginnings. beginnings. <laughs> Ancient aliens. <laughs> Happy 2018. Uh, yes. Um, let us know if you have any astrology themed resolutions. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a guide. <laughs> yeah. Email us. Follow us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're excited for what's going to happen in 2018. Yeah. Hopefully um, we'll be recording again regularly. Yeah. And if there's anything that, like, you want us to talk about. Yeah. Or if you have any ideas about conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. Let us know. <laughs> Bye.
Bye. All right. Bye, everyone.